<laughs> wow, I've been pretty sick. And uh, it's, uh, it's been, uh, I've been coughing a lot. And of course, that's not very good for someone's voice, including mine. Um, and uh, it kind of moved up to my nose, which is weird. Usually, it, it, you know, it, it evolves the other way around. But uh, so if I sound a little bit nasal, that's why. But I didn't want to postpone the episode. So here we go. I'll make the best of it. Raven switched off her phone after reading Natalie's text. She put it back on the table and looked around the coffee place. The barista was still working on her latte. The large clock on the wall reminded her of a train station. It was ten past eight. She had no idea what she was supposed to do with this day. She felt numb one moment and furious the next. It was hard to make decisions in this state of mind. Raven did not want to go back to the hotel. Being in that room now would feel like a prison. Plus, it would be too easy for Natalie or Bart to find her there. And Raven did not want to be found right now. But I can't stay here all day, Raven thought. The door opened and a long man with greasy hair walked in. He greeted the staff and hung up his coat. Raven watched him grab one of the newspapers before taking a seat in the corner. It would probably get even busier here soon, she thought. Raven was in no mood to be surrounded by this many people. She shifted in her seat and stared at her phone. She was glad she had switched it off. Natalie's texts had been unwelcome. They were all pleased to come back and talk. But Raven was in no mood to talk. She just wanted everyone to leave her alone so she could figure out what the hell she was supposed to do next. The barista walked up to her and put down the latte on the table with a smile. Raven nodded, but didn't smile back. Not even when she saw the cute white heart in the brownish foam of her drink. Raven took a sip and closed her eyes. She thought of the hurt in Natalie's voice. It had seemed genuine enough, but it didn't matter to Raven. The only thing that mattered was that Natalie hadn't wanted her there. That much had been clear to Raven from what she had said. I'm never going back there, Raven thought. She lifted the cup of coffee to her lips again and took another slow sip. She hoped she hadn't forgotten any of her stuff at Natalie's place. She guessed she could just replace whatever she had left behind if possible. Raven reached for the backpack at her feet. She hastily went through its contents. Luckily, it looked like everything was there. She pulled the zipper of the inner pocket where she usually put her passport and reached inside. The pocket was empty. Fuck, she cursed out loud, nearly bumping her head against the tabletop. She searched the pocket again, but there really wasn't anything in it. Her heart was beating fast. Raven tried to remember where she had last seen her passport. Had she left it in the hotel room? That seemed unlikely. She always chose carrying it on her over leaving it behind at the hotel. You never knew who had access to a room. Could she have left it in her laptop bag? She did put it there once or twice this trip. No, I have no choice but to go to the hotel. Raven realized and rubbed the crease between her eyebrows. 
She needed to find her passport as soon as possible. If she had lost it, she needed to request a new one to get home. That would be an administrative nightmare. It was the last thing she needed right now. Raven finished the latte with a few quick gulps and got up. She was outside and heading for the hotel less than a minute later. She figured if she hurried, she'd make it there before office hours. Natalie might show up at her door, but at least Bart wouldn't. Raven estimated it would take a couple of hours before he came knocking because Raven hadn't shown up at the office. Raven hoped she would find her way to the hotel without using the Maps app on her phone. If not, she would have to turn it back on and she'd be confronted with any more messages Natalie might have sent. At some point, I'll have to talk to her, Raven thought, much to her own chagrin. She pushed back that thought and focused again on what Natalie had said. That she had not been home last night because she wasn't sure if she wanted Raven around. She had been out on her bike thinking about it when Raven had shown up at her door. I should have listened to my gut, Raven told herself. I do not belong here. Not in this country, not in this business, and not with Natalie. She clenched her fists around the bands of her backpack and stepped up her pace. It was still cool outside this time of the morning. The dark gray clouds gathering over her head fit her mood perfectly. Even though she told herself she didn't want to talk to Natalie, Raven was now calculating how long ago she had switched off her phone. It had only been 30 minutes or so. What would I do if she's waiting at my door? She wondered. Raven imagined herself saying that it was not okay to follow her, that she had made her wishes clear. Still, tiny part of her hoped Natalie would be there, even if it was just to have another confrontation. This confused Raven, and it made her uncomfortable. In the past, she had had no issues shutting someone out. She would just stop replying to messages, lock the door of her heart, and get on with her life. Not this time, though. She turned a corner and was relieved to recognize the street she was in. Raven definitely knew the way back to the hotel from here. She would be there in less than ten minutes. The only question was if she would get company once she got there. Raven sat down on the bed, deflated. She leafed through her passport without really looking at it. It had been sitting on the table in her room. She had probably forgotten to put it back into her backpack last night. No one had been waiting for her at the hotel. Not in the lobby and not at the door. No, the silence of the room was suffocating. She had switched on her phone and waited for Natalie's messages to come in. But no more messages had arrived which had disappointed Raven. She wanted to get away from Natalie, but at the same time also wanted Natalie to try to get closer. It made no sense at all. But Raven saw no way out of it. Her chest tightened. Much to her horror, Raven's eyes filled with tears. She let herself fall back onto the bed and grabbed one of the pillows. She clenched her teeth until the tears disappeared. Her phone buzzed. She lay on the bed staring up at the ceiling for a minute before she picked it up. 
She had hoped it was a message from Natalie, but it was from her sister. This surprised Raven, since it was well after midnight in Atlanta. Are you ready to talk? Her sister had sent. Raven sighed. She was in no mood to talk to her sister, but she couldn't keep ignoring her. Plus, her sister had warned her about this trip to Europe. It looked like Raven should have listened to her. And maybe it was time to admit that. I don't want to talk, but I can text, Raven replied. She added, Why are you up so late? Is everything okay with mom? Really? Texting? Jasmine said back almost instantly. Or we can talk when I'm home, Raven typed. How about you text me the summary? Raven took in a deep breath. I don't want to listen to you telling me you were right, she sent. It took Jasmine a bit longer to reply to that text. Come on, sis, I won't. I'm here for you. Sighing, Raven pushed herself up. She propped two pillows up against the headrest of the bed and sat back. The guy I came here to meet turns out to be a total asshole. He didn't show at the airport and sent his assistant instead. She typed and sent. Her thumbs moved across the screen swiftly as she added, The assistant and I had an immediate connection, though. Raven's heart rate picked up after sending the second part of her message. She stared at the screen and waited for her sister to start typing. It didn't take long. What kind of connection? Appeared on the phone just a few seconds later. Smiling, Raven replied, That kind of connection. Oh, Jasmine sent. But things got complicated very fast. Raven typed, increasingly relieved to be talking to her sister, even though she still felt nervous about it as well. We had to hide from her boss, who turns out to be a con. Fuck, did you give him any of your money? Jasmine sent. No, I found out in time thanks to Natalie, Raven replied. That's the assistant's name. It felt weird to talk about Natalie in such a disconnected way. Raven wasn't quite ready to share the intensity of her emotions with her sister. Still, she felt terrible about it. What would Natalie think if she read this? So you and this Natalie hooked up? Jasmine asked. Raven took in a shaky breath. We did. She paused and took in another breath. But it's over already, I think. You think? Fuck. Raven sighed out loud. She typed, Yes, it's over. But couldn't quite bring herself to send that. Another message from Jasmine arrived. Are you okay, sis? Raven backspaced until the input box was empty again. I'm not, she typed then. Why don't you just come home? Her sister asked. Too expensive. Have you asked the airline? I really don't want to deal with them again. Raven sent and shook her head. I will call them in the morning? Jasmine replied. Let me help you. I might be able to pull a few strings through a friend. Raven stared at the screen for a long moment. It was so tempting to let her sister take over. Raven had no doubt that Jasmine would have her on a plane by tomorrow. She was surprised to find herself seriously considering it. Sunday was still several days away and Raven had lost all interest in spending time in this city. She could leave everything behind and not face Natalie or Bart. 
Maybe. Is it okay if I think about it for a few hours? She told Jasmine. Sure. It's too late to call anyone now anyway. Raven calculated the time in Atlanta again. It was almost 1 a.m. It was very unlike her sister to be up this late, especially for the second day in a row. She frowned and quickly sent another message. Is everything okay with you and mom? Why are you up so late? The three dancing dots indicated Jasmine was typing. Raven waited, getting nervous as time passed. After a long time, Jasmine's reply finally arrived. Mom is just having some rough days. Nothing for you to worry about. Raven sat up on the bed. Her mother's back was shot after decades of heavy lifting as a nurse. Now and then, the pain was impossible to manage, even though Jasmine was right there to help as a physician. It hurt Raven to know that her mother was suffering again. She wanted to do something to help. That's why she had come to Europe in the first place, to help other people like her mother. She got up from the bed and paced around the room for a minute or so. Then, she lifted her phone and typed without hesitation, I'll come home. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.